Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, empowered living coach and spiritual feminist. And today I have the pleasure of... <laughs> Let me start just all over. Okay. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher empowered living coach and spiritual feminist. Today I have the pleasure of spending time with Marita Bat Shoshone. She is a way shower for the Rose Way, the divine feminine of the Rose, which is guided by Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene. She brings new energies expressed through sacred visionary art. Welcome, Marita. Hello, Johnny. I'm so pleased to be with you all the way from Israel. And it's like I am speaking to you so close. I love it. Yes, the power <laughs> of technology. Yes. Yes. So let me tell our listeners a little bit about your story, because it is a fascinating one. Marita was born in Lisbon, Spain. Pardon Portugal. me. <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> I, we're just going to, yeah, we're going to have lots of editing to do. Let's try that again. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> Marita was born in Lisbon, Portugal, 65 years ago. She moved to Israel at 21 and lived on a kibbutz for 33 years. At 50, she received an awakening call from her soul and her journey began. She left her comfortable life, including a marriage, and took off with one suitcase, not knowing where she was headed. Woo, wow, that is, uh, that is quite something, Marita. Just listening to you, I got goosebumps again, you know. <laughs> did I do that? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the kibbutz, uh, if uh, you don't know about it, it's like a community where everything was uh, uh, given to you. Uh, we had we had no uh, financial problems whatsoever. Uh, the education of the children was paid for. Our health was paid for. We didn't have to pay for the house we lived in, uh, nor the food. Everything was paid for. It was very, very um, comfortable, easy way. Mm. Uh, just that I never felt that I belonged. It was my husband of then who chose that way of living. He was not from uh, Israel. He was, uh, he is an Englishman. But he chose that uh, community life and I never felt that I fitted in. 
but it was very comfortable. So when at the age of uh, 48, I start getting the feeling of dissatisfaction, I couldn't stay on in a place that it was not my choice and it was so uh, lacking of self-responsibility. Uh, I could not make my own decisions. It was uh, done by the kibbutz uh, com committees. So um, by the age of 50, I started, I went in through this uh, depression because I knew that something was going to change and I had to leave everything that was comfortable. And uh, during that time, I started to paint. Mm. Uh, I never studied painting, and I loved doing it when I was a child. But uh, uh, it started again during uh, crisis time. Mm -hmm. And it was a different kind of painting. I had no idea what was coming. I had no control of what was coming. I would just get a, a blank canvas and, uh, and colors and uh, uh, what came through was just amazing. My soul was telling me there's so much life inside of you. It was full of life and colors and messages and energies and during such depressing time, it was surprising. <laughs> right, but, quite a counterpoint to that darkness and depression. Yes, it was my uh, soul telling me, look what you have inside you, go, go, go. Mm -hmm. So I did. After two years of depression and nonstop painting, I just left. I took one suitcase. I didn't know where I was going. But I knew, and I said it in words too, I am going to find true love. Mm. Now, my marriage was not that bad. I was married to a very interesting guy, and um, my children had left home, and I had a very comfortable house and garden. So uh, it was not a marriage crisis. It was just uh, a soul call. So what did you do? Where did you go? Um, I rented a small uh, wooden house not far away from the kibbutz. And I only stayed there for a couple of months because I start uh, getting these messages that I must go back to Portugal. And once again, I did. I packed the suitcase again. I just left to the roots, to my roots, to the country where, where I was born. Now, um, the paintings were showing me a lot of roses. Mm -hmm. uh, with the colors and with the... It was very symbolic... Uh, there were a lot of messages in these paintings, but there was a lot of the rose symbol. I had no idea what it meant. But when I got to Portugal, also not knowing exactly where to go, I found myself just following my heart. 
And that is the roseway. Now I can tell you because then I didn't really know, but the roseway is a way of finding your own divinity by following your heart. Mm. No matter what the situation is, you must choose every day that uh, you are aligned with your highest potential. So you're completely guided by the heart and by intuition. So what happened is that I, I got to Portugal and I found myself in this amazingly beautiful mountain that I knew from childhood. And right away I met people who were meditating once a week and who were very connected to, uh, to the rose. They were connected to Mother Mary. They were connected to everything that had to do with the feminine side of uh, divinity. Mm. So I learned a lot with them, a lot. And uh, it was uh, the basic piece of my journey. That's why I had to go back to Portugal. So it's, it's so fascinating to me that at the place of your own roots is where you found these new teachers or these, this community that could support you in coming back to your soul essence. I, I, I think that's amazing. <laughs> yes, because I didn't know much about spirituality. Huh. You see, I didn't, I didn't study anything, I didn't follow any guru, uh, and these people were just a group uh, that, they were not a community, <clears throat> just a group that uh, gathered every Sunday to meditate, and uh, uh, they were very connected to the Divine Mother. Hmm. Uh, so I learned a lot with them. And after a year, I, uh, following my heart, I came back to Israel. Mm -hmm. I felt that the rose had to be here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know yet how, what, where I was going to be. But uh, again, I followed my heart and I came back. Mm -hmm. I didn't go back to the kibbutz. Although I was not divorced yet, and I still saw my ex-husband quite a lot, but I didn't go back there. And uh, again, I found a place uh, near the Carmel Mountains. That is a place where Mother Mary went for her own initiations before she uh, gave birth. I didn't know that at the time, but afterwards I found out. And there I also found a group of uh, people and I learned with them everywhere I got to. I found right away uh, what I had to, what I had to know to continue this journey. And uh, I moved about 12 times since I left the kibbutz. That's how much I followed my heart. I just picked up, 
packed up the few belongings I had and I moved to another place. And each place was a piece of the puzzle. Mm. One of the, yes. Oh, I was just going to ask a clarification, a piece of the puzzle for your journey and a piece of the puzzle for your service, both. Or... My journey is my service. Yes. It's, it's one and the same. Uh, one of the most important places I was in uh, was the Sea of Galilee. Mm. North of the Sea of Galilee where Jesus' family lived. Uh, it was an amazing time. Very, very powerful where I received lots of insights and lots of tools. Um, I was still painting all the time. All this, uh, uh, this journey was uh, um, guided mm-hmm. by my paintings. Mm-hmm. And they became more and more uh, clear uh, that they were showing me the way they were very, very healing and very powerful. I understood by people's reactions that these were visionary paintings that allowed other people to connect to their own journey, to their own guidance. To They were encoded. Uh, they touch uh, our DNA, uh, they uh, allow people to go into a giant leap into their own uh, evolution, especially women, but uh, there were also men who were affected by the paintings, not just women, it was very interesting. But uh, women, especially because of the Rose Way, were affected by these paintings. Mm-hmm. And uh, not long ago, I, uh, it was about a year ago, I received a series of uh, very special paintings that contain the energy of the Rose and the new energies coming to Earth. These energies are here to transmute, to transform uh, the duality that we live in. Mm-hmm. The black and white are being replaced now by the colors. Mm-hmm. And these colors are, each of them are energy tools. They bring the new energy to earth. Now by painting them, I um, integrated them myself mm-hmm. and I am able to bring them to people so they integrate them as well and receive the new energies while letting go the old ones. Mm-hmm. It's completely new transformation and it's done in a very simple visual way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go so through processes and uh, uh, it is just amazing how people react to these paintings. 
so they really act as a a transmitter it sounds like for the sacred energy that that can awaken or initiate uh, shifts and transformations yes and what is uh, clear to me now is that uh, the earth uh, is receiving now the feminine energy we are the bringers, the transmitters of that energy. We, women. Yes. Uh, so when these energies came to me, it was clear that they have the shape of the rose and the energy of the feminine divine, from the divine feminine. Mm. So I started uh, uh, doing initiations with people, with women who related to this uh, uh, divine uh, roseway. Yes. Yes. And it was just uh, amazing. The transformation is so deep. It is at a physical and spiritual level. And these women are then transmitters of this divine feminine energy themselves. So what I bring is uh, an amazingly simple way to to reach your divinity if you are attracted and if you resonate with the rose. Yes, so you do this through one-on-one sessions, and then you also have um, pictures or copies of the rose paintings that people can purchase, is that correct? Yes, I have prints that are actually like originals, because when I have them printed on canvas, I always retouch them. So they're like originals, and they have the original uh energies and uh, when you purchase one of those roses one of those uh, energy uh paintings uh it is uh, easier for you to connect to this um, vibration mm. when you have when you have a painting like this around you it's like a touchstone that can bring you back to that vibration immediately. Yes. 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 Beautiful. So I, I do want to shift gears a little bit and, and just ask, it's such a profound transformation that you have gone through from the, the earlier part of your life through your own awakening. Um, you know, coming into this place, being a way shower after having been in this, you know, in this, I would say, protected community or society for so long. Um, and I, I just wonder, <laughs> just inwardly, what, you know, what that has been like for you. And part of what we talk about here is also the issue of 
you know, money and finance and coming into our own. So it, it just seems like such a stark departure um, from your early life. So can, can you just share just about your inner experience around those pieces? Yes. Um, I can tell you that after 33 years of being in a community when I didn't deal with money or I was not responsible for anything, you know, everything was done for you. Uh, leaving such a community was a big shock. Age of 52, I didn't know what insurance was. I didn't know what renting uh, a place was. I didn't know uh, how to buy a car. You know, everything was so new. I felt like a child learning to walk, you know. Also, I didn't have a voice. It's like uh, it was regaining my own responsibility. It was finding my own power, mm -hmm. going through a lot of mistakes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I left with a, a very little money. Mm -hmm. It lasted me for uh, three years. And then I had to start work. Uh, I, I found small jobs while I was going through this uh, transformation I was working at small jobs taking care of children and uh, working in kindergartens and uh, that's the kind of work I did mm -hmm. but uh, it was uh, uh, money wise financially wise uh, totally new uh, experience for me Very courageous, very courageous, I would say. And, you know, I would imagine that you're not alone, particularly women of, of your generation, that many of them um, do find themselves protected, but paying a high price, it seems, for that protection in terms of, you know, losing voice or not having a sense of power, and, and then to step out and to choose to take on um, life on your own, you know, which frees you up, but it but it does require learning and stepping up in some very important ways. So bravo, bravo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was full of courage and daring. A lot of fear was involved sometimes. Yes. Whenever I decided, you know, my heart said, move here, I would just pack up and against everybody <laughs> that cared for me, I would just move. And, uh, <laughs> and I got into places that uh, uh, I didn't know how I got there. It was just very quick and just in a intuitively I, I just decided and it was always the right decision there was always something very important to learn there and uh, yes still today you know I never lacked of anything mm. that is an important thing I was always provided for everything mm. I live very simply but very comfortably 
very simple. You know, it's just uh, I can pack all my stuff in a couple of days. I never hoard anything. Mm-hmm. I just have what I need. But uh, but I live in a beautiful place now with uh, on a mountain with a view right to the sea. The house is not mine. I always rent. Um, and I have this trust and faith that uh, it's okay. It's okay because uh, this rose way is going to bring me beyond everything that I ever dreamt of. Mm-hmm. I am still on the journey. It's not out yet. Uh, there's a lot of gifts on the way. And I know now that I'm already sharing what I know and uh, allowing other people to join me in this creating of a um, rose grid all over the world. And uh, and the financial financial side is not so important right now. Yes, it sounds like you feel supported and you are supported, and that's not the focus of your energy. Although you you need to sustain yourself, but it really is doing your life's work. Mm-hmm. Is what is most important. Um, so, can you say something about that rose grid? Can you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that? The rose grid is being formed by uh, the divine feminine. Uh, there were um, through many. Uh, times uh, groups called the Sisterhood of the Rose where women of great wisdom and power work together uh, to bring harmony to places, to bring healing to people they, they, they were amazing and they are now here incarnated on earth scattered all over uh, the globe and one of my missions is to find them. And I do that through publishing my uh, uh, paintings on Facebook. And people are attracted to those paintings and they come to me. And I uh, open up a whole new world to them. When I initiate them, they are transmitters of the rose and they are forming the grid that will be all over the globe i hope that is what i visualize Uh, that is the rose grid because there will be a connection i am connecting now to lots of women and it's very easy through the internet nowadays to do it which is amazing that is the rose grid. We will form that grid of divine feminine love that will affect uh, the evolution of humankind. Wow. What a, what a beautiful path and what a beautiful call. I'm, I'm so glad you listened to your heart's call and said yes to that and I do uh, 
I will say I do resonate with that rose energy and have have gone through this initiation process with you and feel like it is a, a profound and amazing experience that I'm still growing into myself. So I would say to those of you that are listening, if you feel a stirring or a yearning inside as you listen to this story, um, that, that you too may be one of the sisterhood of the rose. Oh, Johnny, I am so grateful, so grateful for this opportunity of being able to bring this call through your uh, interview. I am really, really grateful because uh, it is important that women remember, some of us remember that we were once part of these groups of amazingly wisdom women. There's so much love and power connected to this uh, rose. And uh, I hope that a lot of you will be curious to know more and connect to me. And I will explain in more detail what is it all about. So I, I just want to put a plug in now that if people do want to contact you, uh, really the best way is through your Facebook page. Yes? Yes. From my, I have a Facebook page where you can also see uh, the rose paintings. And through Messenger there you can contact me easily. And I have my uh, uh, website with my whole story, the journey that I've been through, and uh, most of my work, my artwork is there. Wonderful. So the Facebook page is through your name, which is Marita Bat Shoshan, which right. you, you told me means Marita. Marita is Little Mary, and Batshoshan is uh, the daughter of the rose. Mm. That is the meaning of my uh, name, although Marita I was born with, I didn't change it. Batshoshan, I did, because uh, the name was Ben Shoshan, that means the son of the rose. Now I am the daughter of the rose. Yes. <laughs> so I changed, I changed that bit to Bat Shushan, the daughter of the rose. Yes. So we need to begin to close our time together. Um, so I want to ask quickly, um, it seems like your whole journey has really been a process of trusting the sacred feminine flow. I don't know if you have one story that comes to mind uh, when you think of that idea of trusting the sacred feminine flow that you would like to share with us. Um, yes, I can tell you that 
I was very attracted to the Sea of Galilee, mm -hmm. to the north of the Sea of Galilee where uh, Jesus and Mary used to live. I would go there once a month and I'd get out of the car and I just feel this amazing peace flowing through me. For eight years, I went there once, once a month. And one day I just decided that's it, I'm moving to that area. Mm. I went there, there's a few uh, villages in the area and I looked for a place to rent. And it took me two weeks to move from where I was before. Mm. And that was completely trusting. I didn't know anyone there. I didn't have work there. I just knew I had to spend time in that area and connect daily to that energy. Mm. So that is a story that I cherish and uh, that is really following my heart. Yes, yes. And I'm guessing that that was the right place for you to be, that there was many gifts that came from being there. Many, many gifts. I understood a lot about uh, what my uh, tools were. I have new energy tools, different things that I can do that uh, are amazing and I'm not going to go through that now. Uh, it was a place where I received a lot of uh, insights, uh, gifts, uh, healing powers. My paintings were very strong there. And uh, I began to see more than ever. Mm -hmm. So that, that was important. And our, our final question that I love to ask listeners is from where you stand today, from this place in your journey, if you were to go back and speak to your younger self from this vantage point, what, what would you tell her? There is something that uh, caused me a lot of uh, pain during my journey mm -hmm. and it has to do with giving my power away mm. and that I would uh, I would tell my younger self never give your power away mm. and giving your power away can just think that someone else knows more than you mm -hmm. or uh, small things uh, or going to places where you don't really want to be, but your uh, uh, partner wants to be there. It's like, don't give your power away, really. <laughs> it's uh, very deep and very profound to find your power and uh, the strength to go within and say, do I really need this? Do I really want it? What is it that I want? Mm. And that's keeping your power, your knowledge, knowing that you know it if you go into your heart. Mm. Right, so it, I'm hearing you say don't squander the sacred gift. Recognize how valuable your power is. 
Yes, we are our own teachers. That's one thing that I learned uh, lately, uh, not to follow anyone, just go within, go inside. You do have facilitators, but uh, each one of us has such an amazing gift that is uh, so special. Uh, we don't need to follow anyone's methods, just ourselves. But uh, if you are connected to the divine, you will know. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, Marita, thank you so much for taking this time today. I, mm, I'm just overcome with gratitude. I am very grateful as well. I hope this call will be heard by those who need it, who want it, who resonate with the rose. Yes, and I trust that it will be. And I do want to thank you, our dear listener, for being with us today. And until next time, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.